Are you looking to start a podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. They offer a lot of great services, such as their creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Did I forget to mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Inner Mom's Basement Video Game Podcast, where we talk about everything video games with your host, Dan Giofway and Rage Quit Pat. What is going on? What's up, everybody? Welcome to our fourth annual, and that is right, ladies and gentlemen, again, a fourth annual Game Awards show. I am, of course, Rage Quit Pat. I am joined by Dan, the pizza man. We are here. It is 2019, and if you did not hear our last podcast, we kind of did the rundown, but, you know, all in all, good good 2019. Yeah, uh, the one thing I just noticed right now, actually, is that, where the hell's the Intermonization poster, and how come I don't see it in the, the stream? This is, this is outrageous. It keeps falling, well, it keeps falling off my wall. Well, I have to put more tape on it, but it keeps falling <laughs> off my wall every time, but anyway... Um, again, this is our fourth annual Game Awards show. We've been doing this ver- uh, yearly, all the time. Um, this is pretty much our last podcast of the year, and our uh, and then until we kind of kick it into the new year, twenty twenty, and the decade's ending as well. Um, Dan, uh, how, you know, as far as gaming goes, I mean, great decade, huh? I mean, you know, PlayStation Two, original Xbox, original, yeah, original GameCube. You know, that was a great, great run for those three consoles. You know. PSP, um, Game Boy Advance. I mean, there was a lot that happened through video games throughout this decade. And, of course, the Xbox 360, um, Xbox Live took off, as well as, um, of course, PlayStation 3 was a big flop at launch. And then we had the Wii that was, you know, took the world by storm. I mean, just kind of running it down. Great, great decade for gaming. Great decade. I love uh, being able to play the original Xbox games. Was, uh, I missed it. Oh, Sam. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, playing all those uh, old, old original X, uh, Star Wars games were were uh, a lot of fun. I missed that a lot. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, also, you know, a lot, like you said, uh, a lot of great Star Wars games throughout this decade. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, of course, the sequels, uh, the Battlefronts of the World. Um, am I voting? For you, yes, of course, 100%. Um, a lot of the good, I mean, everything. The Sims also, through this decade, we got The Sims on PC that took over. Uh, and, of course, online gaming as well took over uh, the world by storm with um, PlayStation 2, um, games like SOCOM, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, of course, Xbox Live with the original, with, uh, with Halo 2. I mean, my goodness. I mean, I can't believe... And Halo is um, now on on PC, which is a huge, yeah. huge, huge step. I know. I can't believe this decade is ending, man. We went through our teens, our early adult life, and in the new decade, we're going to be going through the next decade in our thirties uh, of gaming. So, geez, am I ready for know, that? <laughs> it's going to be uh, very interesting. But man, um, I all in all, I could say, amazing, amazing decade from twenty ten all the way to you know, obviously now twenty twenty, but. It's just been amazing. So yeah, there's a lot of great games, a lot of good memories with those games. You know, we we started our, our podcast, you know, our our YouTube, and uh, I think we've become a long way since since then. And uh, 
I'm happy with it. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we started our podcast uh, four years ago at this point. Well, we were in development around four years ago, but I think we officially kicked it off in 2016. Yeah, yeah, we start. We we tried to start, uh, but life got in the way. But definitely, we're able to dedicate a lot more time to it. And it's uh, it's actually been real well. We're yeah. a lot of great affiliate companies, and we're getting bigger. Yeah, bounced back and switched uh, back and forth. Started on Mixer, then switched to Twitch, and now back on Mixer, and, and now Facebook. now on Facebook Gaming as well as YouTube Gaming as well. So that's a uh, definitely a big step in our direction as well. But. All in all, excellent decade from 2010 to 2020 for gaming. But let's uh, a couple breaking news has happened as well. Uh, Capcom has uh, now they have the Dino Crisis could the be Dino Crisis. Yeah, Dino Scott Crisis. Copyright copyright. Name. Dino Crisis could be on its way. Hopefully, Capcom's been on a great um, trend so far with remasters, aka Resident Evil 2 last year. Next year, Resident. I mean, excuse me, this year, Resident Evil 3 remastered next year. So. We could be seeing a Dino Crisis, and also um, some Microsoft representative announced that the next Xbox is, in fact, just called Xbox. Um, Xbox um, Series X is just their top of the line, um, one of their consoles. But we kind of, you know, we talked about this off the podcast. We kind of knew that Microsoft. Yeah, it's probably going to be around three different modes uh, yeah. for for users, and you know the X. The X series probably being the round the one that's gonna be five, six hundred dollars at launch. Yeah. I, I expect like a cheaper I mean a lot of people expected like that be the top of the line and then of course their cheaper version probably be maybe around three, maybe three maybe four hundred, you know, we kinda see that excuse me there. And then what was the other there was other uh, Xbox news as well? Well, I mean not really Xbox, not but I mean part. uh I never thought this would could be a thing, but there might actually be a decent walking dead game coming. Uh, that, that VR game? The VR. Yeah. I, I mean, I said it's VR, so I'm going to have to do, either get VR for PC, or maybe when I pick up my, the PlayStation 5, I have to get VR for then. But from from the gameplay I was looking at, it actually looked, it looked pretty good. I mean, for the minute and 30 seconds it was, it actually looked a lot decent than that piece of crap Daryl game that we had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was rough. And the, pretty much the only good um, Walking Dead game, and even that other failure they tried to do too, the, uh, the four-player... Uh, oh, cooperative yeah. one as well. Did it, ever, did it even come out? It was it only came out on PC, I so think I think it was supposed to come out on consoles, but I think at that point it was pretty much scrapped because of the bad uh, reviews it got. But hey, we got World War Z, which was yeah, which was uh, a good World War Z so. is freaking awesome. I, I I like. I can't wait for the more uh, story content to hit that. Uh, and just a, a, a side note uh, for anyone who's watching live, this. Uh, if, if the mics sound a little echoey, let us know because we are trying something new with the two mics. Uh, so you might see a, a little echo. So if it is bad, just let us know. And as you shared on our Facebook page too, this just came to mind. The uh, Xbox um, is launching backwards compatible with full backwards, full backwards compatible. compatible with Xbox One games and 360. So, I mean, great, well, great and original. They, that was announced too. Okay. Yeah. I only saw the 360 and the um, Xbox One, but a great step in the right direction because there is still going to be some you know obviously games like rainbow six obviously isn't going to be carrying over to the new xbox uh, unless it's the new game quarantine but if you still play siege you know great news it, it's going to carry you know backwards compatible you don't have to worry about keeping the old system and of course as well uh ps4 30 big ps4 and ps5 games coming to 2020 so the next generation looks to be shaping up uh Our playstation really well. definitely looks pretty good i, yeah. I shared it on the facebook so you guys can definitely check out that article but uh, it does look pretty promising for a 2000, well, I was about to say 2019, for a 2020 yeah, year. 2020, entering, again, a new uh, 
next decade and the uh, next generation. Of course, we uh, and this generation we wa- we wrapped up a uh, 360 um, PS3, and then 2013 we got the Xbox One, PS4, and then uh, we did get the Wii U, but it did not last very long. In 2017, we got the improvement um, of Nintendo's uh, console with the Nintendo Switch, which has been highly successful. So. Uh, next generation looks to be shaping up really well. Yeah, I know. Uh, since since then, you know, they since our last podcast, they announced the next Xbox. Uh, well, question: uh, How do you feel about the design? I love it. I mean, it looks like a it looks like an Amazon Echo. I mean, I have nothing against. I know some people are cracking jokes, like it looks like a desktop PC and things like that. But when I kind of took a look at it, it looked like a Amazon Echo to me. Yeah, and I'm not mad about the design. It's definitely better than the. Xbox One original design that looked like a monster VCR, and that thing was heavy. It was and, heavy. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's why I switched to the Xbox One S, and I know the X is much a little bit smaller, but I think definitely much better. I like the I like the design. I'm I'm actually anxious to kind of see uh, what the PS5 is going to look like. Yeah, as well. I was kind of measuring the uh, the Xbox Series X, and it kind of looks like to be a controller width, as a uh, three controller stacked high about. So, I mean, in theory, it's really not that big. And I do like the light in the middle, so I hope it actually glows, like with notifications or anything yeah. like that. I'll be pretty dope. I like it. And, of course, I'm always anxious to try the controller. Xbox is, uh, you know, so far besides. I mean, I actually was a fan of the Duke controller. Um, in my opinion, Xbox has really never failed with their controllers. I mean, Xbox 360 to me is probably the best controller of all time, in my opinion. But they, they've always done a really good job with their controllers, especially the feel of it, especially for shooters. I mean, don't get me wrong, the DualShock 4 uh, for PS4 was an amazing controller, definitely a better step up than from the DualShock 3. But Xbox, is, to me, has always been a step ahead as far as controllers go. So I'm definitely anxious to try the new controllers as well. How, you know, how do you feel about you know the controllers and things like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I do agree. Uh, I always found more comfort to the Xbox controllers. I do like the heavier feel of the Xbox controllers, and uh, the Elite controller is actually heavier than the the actual controller, so it really feels a lot more comfortable the in my hand. Are really good, and they're always nice and the nice and smooth. It's not like completely loose, but it's a little tight, which I like that. Uh, so I mean, I do like the weight. I do like uh, it's big. You know, for me, uh, yeah. PlayStation controller is a little small, and I think uh, the Xbox controller feels a little bit more natural in my hand, and that. Don't, you don't call me a fanboy for that, but I mean it's just it's just a natural feel. No, don't get me wrong. Like I said, the, the 360. I mean, excuse me, the Xbox controllers just in general. I've always the the triggers have always gotten me with the triggers and just the feeling of it in your hand. It's just very comfortable, especially when you're playing a shooter or anything like that. Shooters, you know, you have to have a good controller for yeah. shooters. You have to, especially if, if we're not like we're not pro players or anything like that. So we want to have, like, you know, we don't have those scuff controllers. Dan has an elite controller. I don't. You know, I've never had, usually, I know some people like to have those triggers in the back. They don't have to take their thumbs off the, uh, you know, Yeah, the I, I liked it a lot for the purpose of uh, MMOs, mostly. When I yeah. played Elder Scrolls Online, it was a lot easier to cast spells. <laughs> so nerdy. You have to so take nerdy. your thumbs off the, um, the thumbsticks. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like to take, you know, it, they keep their thumbs on the thumbsticks. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, next generation is going to be very exciting. I can't wait to see. Obviously, Halo Infinite is launching with the console, so... That's yes. exciting. I'm anxious to see what other launch titles we might get. Of course, we know Watch Dogs and a lot of those Ubisoft games are launching with the um, are going to be on the next generation. So, very anxious to see what 
launch titles we get. Yeah, I can't wait for E3 because that's when all the, that's that's a big magic right there because we're actually going to well, finally see the console. Well, hopefully, we know Microsoft will be there. Hopefully, Sony shows up this year because this past E3 was a big steaming pile of crap. So hopefully, we get to see um, you know more at E3 this year, and hopefully, it's not dying as you know a lot of people feel that E3 is it's what's happening. Because a lot of people think that the next state of play is when we'll get Sony's uh, launch on console. I mean, excuse me, launch console. I think this might be the last uh, console that we've seen in a very long time. Actually, I don't think we're gonna. They're not. I don't think they're gonna pop out another series of the console for a while. I think we're gonna be sticking with this because it is a very powerful machinery. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it's asking a lot for people to you know even every five years because before. You know, we had the, the 360 and PS3 lasted a very long time. Normally, consoles' uh, generation was only every five years. Yeah. And it's asking a lot for people now to pay four or $500 every five years. So, you know, it's different. The market has changed These uh, with downloadable content and other things. These consoles can last longer than they used to. So, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm excited for the year to come. Absolutely. Do we have anything else? Oh, Wolf Among Us. You know, again, the Game Awards. Oh, Wolf Among a couple, Us. Po- you know, our podcast has passed. We have uh, Telltale has revived the scene a little bit. So Wolf Among Us Season 2, we are getting, thank goodness. I cannot wait. Um, a couple other uh, games that were announced. A couple other trailers and games and such. But those are the things that kind of stood out for me at the Game Awards. The State of Play, of course, was awesome. We got Resident Evil 3 uh, re- remake coming out as well. And, of course, the multiplayer attachment is with it as well. I mean, a lot of uh, next year, twenty twenty is going to be very exciting. Of course, Cyberpunk next year. Oh, I cannot so, wait! So I mean, I, I wish I knew Resident Evil was on its way because I would have added it to one of our categories. But it was announced way too late. We already had our category set up, but still, those games are very exciting that are going to be um, announced as well that are uh, on the way for twenty twenty. So it's it's an exciting year, definitely. Yeah, big year to come. There's a lot of good, exciting games I'm waiting for. Cyberpunk and probably number one on the list. We're next to Halo Infinite, and uh, hopefully at E3 they give us more uh, launch launch date games. Yeah, absolutely. But um, we're going to go ahead, and it's uh, it's time. It's our fourth annual Game Awards. Um, I don't know anything, which I always... Actually, this is the second year in a row I don't know anything. Normally I would know who won and such like that, but... I don't know anything this year. Second year in a row, I know nothing. Uh, we did 25 categories this year. Um, a step up from last year. I think we did about 18 or 19 last year. So this year we add a little bit more. But I think 25 seemed okay. Yeah, I think it was a good amount. Uh, you know, everybody who voted didn't have anything bad to say. I, you know, I asked a couple of people, I was like, what do you think about the amount? It, everyone seemed fairly yeah. fine with it. I think the most we did was our first year. We did thirty, yeah, like thirty-one, and I, or and I think like we that. made them all required to vote. Yes. Like in the last couple of years, we took that away. We said, you know yeah. what, you don't know that you so don't play that category. You, you don't have to. People were flipping out like I never played these. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, we we canceled that, and now you don't have to vote in every category. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then but the thing was that was our first year of the game awards. We pretty much had like everything, a single category you could think of. We even had like best mobile game, at, and like random things like that just to get all these categories in, but. You know, well, what happened? No, keep I'll keep going. I mean, yeah, we had, like, best mobile game. We had, like, whatever, best Funko Pop and what other nonsense, but who knows. But this year, 25 categories. 
uh, we are going to see, uh, did your favorite games win? Uh, did my favorite games win also? Did Dan's favorite games win? So we're going to check this out, and I will like to just kind of jokingly say uh, there was no favoritism in here. Uh, a lot of couple people asked me, how did we decide with these categories and games and everything? Uh, I kind of skimmed through Metacritic, uh, looked at reviews, looked at audience reviews, and kind of went off through that. And of course, just by you know the the sales and the hype around so a lot of these games. So like Gears of War, very good reviews. Audience gave it very good reviews. So things like that, for example. So, but um. Also, yeah, at the end of the show, we're going to be having a giveaway as well, as Dan is getting that set up. So definitely, if you guys want to enter, uh, Dan, I'm sure the chat's going to have the rules. And then we're going to get going. We are going to get our fourth annual Game Awards going. Let's see. You want to go from bottom up? Oh, actually, we can't go bottom up because we have that over there. So we'll go... Uh... Uh, well, if we go to uh, the category from actual document-wise... Mm -hmm. Uh, the last one, I think, is the biggest impactful games of the latest decade. All right, so we'll do that. We'll go from um, that list there. So let's go down here. Um, here it is. Biggest impactful game of the last decade. Dan, what are the nominees? So the nominees were all are Minecraft, League of Legends, Fortnite, The Witcher 3, and GTA Online. So before we reveal the award, do you agree with any of these categories? Like, I, I felt Minecraft definitely was... I mean, Minecraft took the world by storm as far yeah. as... Like, you talk about a very simplistic game and what these creators have created in that game. Of course, Witcher 3 set a new standard for open-world RPGs. I give that one an edge over Skyrim. Uh, League of Legends, I mean, massive... Uh, Multiplayer. I mean, that game just again another game that took the even the competitive scene by storm as well. And then um, the other games were GTA Online. I mean, look at how from what it started to what GTA it's still around and it's still pumping out. It's still pumping out that latest. That, that itself could be a separate. That game. latest heist that we need to play. Yeah, that could be a separate game itself. And then I'm sorry, what was the other game? Um, uh, League of Legends, Fortnite, Fortnite. I mean, we. I'm not going to uh, compliment too much on Fortnite, but, you know, that but, game is pretty much... I'll, 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 I'll say about Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite started as a single-player game and evolved into something bigger than we ever thought it would. And, you know, it was probably one of the first free-to-play Battle Royale... It was the first free-to-play Battle Royale game. And, it, you know, that, that being free, I think... Uh, we gave it that edge, and it became very popular for the kids, mostly. Yeah, absolutely. So here we go. Our winner for the... Biggest impactful game of the last decade. The play button? Yeah. Alright. The winner is Minecraft. Uh, did it pop up on the screen? Yep, oh, well, there you go. Up. Wow, Minecraft is the winner. And I mean, you know what? Um, not surprising. Again, as I said before, I mean, the game, when Minecraft came out, you talk about simplistic graphics. I mean, graphically, the, the game's horrible. horrible. The graphics are not good. good. It's, it's just that, that the things you can do in that game, the things you could build. I mean, people built Skyrim Town. Recently, I just saw somebody built the Cyberpunk City. Oh, I saw that. It like, awesome. It's crazy. Like, what they saw from awesome. trailers, they built the Cyberpunk City, and that is crazy. And, Chuck, I do hate Fortnite. I've never played it, and I will not play it, Chuck. You know, Chuck, I played Fortnite, and I think the building aspect is... It's, it, it got me feeling some type of way. I don't. I don't. I don't like the building aspect. I wasn't like bad at the game. 
Uh, yeah. But I just didn't like it's, the building. It's, it's just, just like, like, dude, I'm shooting at you. You mean to tell me you could build a wall? Boom, 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 all the way up, and I can't shut that uh, garbage. But uh, what, 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 uh, what place? Uh, what was in the second? What were the? Okay, so the just outcomes? just to say, when we do hit play, it does a 10 second little song, which might be a little loud, so they might not hear you. Okay. So we might want to. Oh, give well, it. let me let me unmute my uh, my speakers. I want to hear the sound. Maybe that's why we didn't hear it. Well, just don't make it too loud because it's probably already loud. All right, so I will go. I'll put it at 40. 45 should be good. Okay, so. All right. So uh, second place that took uh, the impactful game of the last decade was G. Sorry, The Witcher Three. Uh, and then third place was GTA. Legend. Fortnite being fourth. And Dead Last was League of Legends. Legends. Wow, not a lot of League of Legends fans out there. All right. Um, what is our next uh, category? Uh, next category is uh, the biggest game controversy in 2019. All right. Biggest game controversy in 2019. Dan, what are the nominees? The nominees are Google Stadia, Microtransactions, Continue, uh, No Nation Pokédex and Sword and Shields, uh, Anthem, Dooms, Bioware, and a disastrous E3 2019. All right, so we go on that. Let's, let's, let's just kick, kick it off really quick with Anthem. I mean, again, we talked about on past podcasts. You played it. You, I mean, the game's done. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they pretty much just abandoned everything that they're doing with the game. Uh, I think they said that they will continue to do their best on it, but I've... I mean, I know some big streamers that are really into it, but uh, I don't see a really... You know, a reason why I should pick up the get the the controller again for that game. Yeah, it was it was a disaster. I really feel bad for Bioware, man. They are a great developing team. Uh, you know, the Mass Effect trilogy, Star Wars Kotor, Dragon Age, and then they came out with a bomb of Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda, and then the follow up with Anthem. It's just a horrible look. And again, here's hoping that their next Dragon Age game works. So I mean, it's bad. And then of course the Google Stadia. I remember when they launched it, I mean, announced it, everybody was like, it's Google. Google can't do wrong. It's Google. Google's going to do right. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be cheaper than consoles. This is going to be amazing. No, it's not. You have to get a subscription service on top of paying full price for a game. Well, I think and the subscription service probably killed them more than anything. I mean, paying for the game is completely reasonable and understanding. But... How about, about the stuff they're asking, the requirement to run the game? Uh, I mean, that's just a life of, um, you know, doing cloud-based services, man. You have to pay for a service. And 15, 15 megabytes, for, I mean, is, 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 is a lot. Most people don't have that, but buy a console. <laughs> yeah, I, I, heard it, I heard it works decent on the phone. I heard on your phone, that's where it works best. Is it works better on your phone. A lot of reviews I read, it says, like, oh, it works better on your phone, but... I mean, whatever. And, and then, then what was the other ones? ones? I apologize. Oh, the E3 2019. And again, we, Dan and I have talked about this on past podcasts. Just Sony definitely was missed. Microsoft was a lot of tr- just mostly trailers, no gameplay trailers. Bethesda, oh my God. I, 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 I would tell you I would avoid watching that conference. Ubisoft is usually Ubisoft, but it just wasn't a good E3. There was nothing really announced or anything that was like, oh my God. What a great E3. It was more, it was a big failure of E3. And, um, what else do we have? The, uh, microtax- microtransactions. I mean, 
there's, there's really nothing, nothing else we could say. It is what it is. I yeah. mean, it had its time. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. Yeah. And then the Pokedex. The po- uh, we don't play Pokemon, but our Twitter feed definitely blew up when that game came out. Um, one of our other uh, streaming buddies, Spoiler It Sucks, was blowing up Twitter, complaining about such a thing. I, I still have no idea. Uh, and the winner is... Oh, well, that's cool. And here we go. All right, so the winner of the biggest gaming controversy of 2019 is... Microtransactions. Well, well, no surprise there. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised at that winner there. I mean, that's a that's a big one. That's always been a big controversy in games, especially you know you're paying sixty dollars for a game, and here well here's here's tacked on uh, here's twenty bucks for DLC, twenty bucks for loot boxes that help you win in the game. Of course, Battlefront Two uh, completely bombed because of that, and I mean. It's just become a big problem. You see a lot of gaming companies now starting to make DLC free, but they're still charging microtransactions for cosmetic items. I mean, Crash Tag, Crash Racing had microtransactions as a kids game. You know, I think Battlefront too got an update today. People are liking it. I think it was the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Yeah, but the, I, I tried to play that game again, and if you were not, if you're not a hardcore player, you're gonna get crushed. I have not. I was completely, <laughs> completely crushed. On that one, but uh, what else? What else was placed? What uh, was in the runnings in second? All right, you know, so like uh, so first place we know. Second place was Google Stadia, and third place was Anthem Dooms Bioware. Last place was that. The last place. The last place was the uh, E3 disaster. Okay, so people still seem to have faith in E3. That's good, very good. And what is our next, our next uh, category here? Next category in here, we go. We could save this one. Yes. What would be uh, the next? Okay, so we're going up. Okay, so we got best RPG. I'll do this one, and then you could announce the uh, the winner. So let's go here to the best RPG. Where's my award? I'll tell you where. It's uh yeah yeah um <laughs> the best RPG and the nominees are the Outer Worlds. Kingdom Hearts 3, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Code Vein. Now, um, Outer Worlds I love. Outer Worlds you played as well. Phenomenal game. I think that was... Yeah, yeah. probably one of the uh, the best RPGs I've played in, in this a year. Yeah, and this year, in a while, yeah. definitely since... I mean, before... I mean, Witcher 3 was definitely the best RPG I played of this generation. But Outer Worlds definitely was up there. Outer Worlds was really good, and I'm really happy that we can still play um, RPGs that they're still around like this again. Okay, um, Kingdom Hearts. I know a lot of people were a big fan of as well. Um, people waiting years for Kingdom Hearts three, so that was really good for for that. Pokemon Sword and Shield on the Switch, Fire Emblem. I know a lot of people love that series as well, and Code Vein that kind of came out of nowhere. I know a lot of people. I, I've seen a lot of streamers play that, but um, let's announce, and whenever Dan is ready, the best RPG of 2019, and the winner is The Outer Worlds. Well, yeah, it's not really a surprise there. I mean, I kind of, kind of already knew that was going to happen. It's a great game. Yeah, Outer Worlds is a really good game. I mean, I, and I can't wait for the DLC next year. 
We're getting we're getting some uh, we're getting some DLC next year, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. I haven't finished it yet. What um what are you mostly doing? What side are you choosing? Are you helping the the crazy guy, or are you helping the company that's going after him? I don't know. I've been doing every mission. I killed a few people that I didn't agree with, but then I accidentally did. Uh, I I haven't really picked a side yet. I mean, I've been doing every mission possible, but who's your favorite companion? Oh man, uh, not the first, the second girl. What's what was her name? Ellie. Ellie. Ellie and uh, Pala Palat. What's her name? Palatin. Uh, those are those are my two favorite okay. out of the two. Um, and our next award. So we're saving the podcast one for later. All right, the best racing game. Oh my goodness, this was a okay best racing game here. We have our nominees are Need for Speed. Team Sonic Racing, Crash Tag Team Racing. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't. So I forgot to read the other. Uh, oh well, it's all good. Chuckle Chef Rolls and Pancakes. F one twenty, F one twenty nineteen, and Dirt Rally two point All right. Um, Need for Speed Heat, Crash Tag Team Racing was good. Re- uh, Nitro refueled. It was good to replay that one again. Team Sonic Racing. I I heard a lot of great things on that game, and a lot of fans do enjoy that. Need for Speed Heat. Um, welcome back. I mean, definitely a welcoming back to the I've been playing it, and I've been enjoying it a lot. It's really, it's really fun. It's, it's actually a lot. It's very different. It is back to its kind of older roots. A uh, really good story. Car customization is really good. I mean, so far, it is, uh, so far, it is... So far, it has been a solid game, and I've been enjoying it. And it's, 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 What's def- up, T-Roll? it's definitely good to see that game come back to its form because Need for Speed is such a beloved franchise and it was very disappointing to kind of see it just fall you know fall flat the last two uh, entries. I should actually say the last three entries in the series and it's good to see it back. But the winner of the best racing game is... Wow. Really surprised. I didn't expect that. I wow. I actually uh, did not expect that chat to crash tag team team racing nitro fuel to win. I was expecting Need for Speed. Yeah, I just lowered the uh, the volume because it might have been a little loud. Yeah, I thought Need for Speed was going to win that, but that actually came around with a big shock. Yeah, uh, but Nitro was also a fun game too. So. I mean, I was expecting because of the microtransactions, I thought people were going to be like, oh, you know, I thought that was going to turn people off. I was, again, not expecting it to win, but second place, as we see here, is go- is uh, Need for Speed. How do you it, keep getting to the top of I have place? no idea. It's annoying, though, but um, <laughs> Need for Speed. So Need for Speed was a close second, and then in third place coming in is was a tie between Sonic Racing and Dirt Rally. But F1 does not seem to have any fans, and that finished in dead last. So what is our next uh, nominee? F1. I didn't even know that game sold around. Best Battle Royale. The Best Battle Royale. I could not. I, I had to put this in there. I cannot be biased, and I had to throw this in there. So what are the... I'm going to let you guys decide who the Best Battle Royale is as I read them off, and yeah. then you can tell us what you who you think won, all right? So the uh, the nominees for the best battle royale was is Fortnite, Apex Legends, PUBG, Realm Royale, 
and Tetris 99. Yes, Tetris 99 is a battle royale. Because so many people are like, what? Why is on that the on Switch. there? It is a battle it's royale. It's a battle royale, and it came out on the Switch. Um, Petri- well, listen. I tried Apex. Out of all those battle royales, I at least tried Apex. I liked Apex. It was okay. I mean, I, I really would. I'd rather them work on another uh, Titanfall than anything else. But um, the hell with Fortnite. Realm Royale, I've, I watch. I actually watch. I actually enjoy watching people. Play I got that so game many wins. I got to platinum and everything in there. But the thing is, it gets so boring, dude. There's so many bots. It takes away from the game. But that's why I can't play it. But a PUBG was probably my number one, at least in forever battle royale. Yeah, PUBG was a lot of fun. I remember when we played back. You know, a couple years. Not want to say a couple years ago. It's still relatively new. Um. PUBG was a lot of fun. Too many pats in that game. Yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> no, I think you meant to say bots. <laughs> oh, too many, yeah. But anyway, PUBG was a lot of fun. I really liked PUBG. We did. I did squeak out a win here and there. But what is our winner? Unfortunately, I kind of have an idea which probably wins. But maybe uh, I will be, be surprised. Maybe, I was shook. Maybe I'll be surprised. The winner is because we sent us to SDC. So ah. Uh, <laughs> No, this was not played. This was not tampered in any way. These are real votes. I knew I knew I had faith in the community. Real votes, all right? I knew I had faith in the community. You know, we did send this out to SDC. I knew I had some faith in I the community. I swear I only voted once. <laughs> I actually voted I voted PUBG. Yeah, real, uh, my vote, real. <laughs> my vote was PUBG. So I voted for PUBG too. Yeah, PUBG was me. And but the thing is, I'm a, I'm a, for this one. I'm gonna tell you stats real quick. PUBG right. won one with thirty one point eight percent. Okay, now that's as that's real pretty as WWE. big. WWE. Uh, <laughs> uh, second place was holy shit. Second place was Apex Legend. Oh, look at that with twenty four point two percent, and then. Well, this can't be real. Oh, okay. No, all right. Um, third place was Tetris. No, I'm just kidding. It was Fortnite with 21.2, then Tetris, then Realm Royale last. Realm Royale finished last. I thought um, Tetris would have finished last. I thought you know, Tetris it, was... It's, it's the boss, man. I can't, No one can get over that. I had. I thought Tetris was like... no. Whole, I thought that was going to be dead last because it's like they're up against all those other hitters. And Well, Realm Royale dead last. Sorry for the Realm Royale streamers out there. Well, wait on that or... Um, yeah, we could wait on that one. Uh, what else, What's the next nomination? Best female protagonist. The best female protagonist. All right. And our nominees are for the best female protagonist. Uh, Kay Diaz. Gears. Uh, Jesse Fondi. Control. Claire Redfield, Resident Evil. Uh, Jesse Belasquezzi. Wolfenstein. From, from Wolfenstein. <laughs> And then Bokalowitz uh, or something. And then your favorite out of worlds uh, character, um, Parvita. Par- there you go, Parvita. Yes, all all great female protagonists. Of course, I. You know, we never told the audience what we voted Tetris for. Tetris is old school. We never told the audience what we voted for un- until that last. Um, oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, we never really told the audience what. Well, our I, picks I guess were. we can run down at the end. Yeah, that's all right. It's no big deal. We have we still have a lot of awards to go through, so it's no big deal. But. Uh, all great um, nominations here. Of course, Claire Redfield 
is a favorite of mine, of course, with the Resident Evil series. And uh, Pavera was... I She was always, majority of the time, one of my companions in Outer Worlds. Yeah, far no, away. Yeah, because of all the other things she upgraded you with, too, with the uh, persuading yeah. and stuff like that, and then the lockpicking and everything. She was always in my squad. And you played Wolfenstein, the characters, and, you know, that those were, what's his name's daughter. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. His daughter. And then the other nominations, I, I forget, I blew. Okay, uh, Diaz, Gears. Yes, Gears. I mean, it was great to touch on, because in Gears 4, Kate was going through a lot, but they didn't really touch on it. Gears 5, they went into the backstory with Kate. They continued the storyline, and it was a great, great story. And I it was a great wait. story. I cannot wait for the, ne- the next Fucking year. glitches in that game pissed me yeah. off, man. Oh, well. I, I, my, I got glitched like five times on the last boss. I have to redo it over and luckily, over and that over, never and happened. over. The, Luckily, it never happened, but excellent and great. And who was the last one? I were missing one. Who was it? it was uh, Jesse Fendi? Yes, from... Um, Control? Control, yeah. Very good character. Control, don't, I know, don't get me wrong. I know it was getting a lot You remember of- my glitches? Yeah, because you were watching. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, it was getting very quiet game. It came out at a weird time. Came out of August, and I know like I that was IGN's game of the year, which I think that's a marketing tactic, in my opinion. But it's still a good game, and she was a very good female protagonist. But uh, game of the year worthy? No. Um, best female protagonist? Yes. And then also best action adventure? Yes. But game of the year? Absolutely not. But our best female protagonist is. Ah, of course. Uh, of course, it had to be. She's kick-ass. She's badass. And I can't wait to play as Jill Valentine again next year in Resident Evil 3. Pretty badass. I can't wait, but Claire's badass, man. Claire's one of my favorite female characters in video game history. She's definitely got to be up there. She's awesome. Yeah, and, well, and that was my vote. I mean, Yeah, Claire took that with 40%. So. And who was your vote? Claire. Oh, that was yeah. my vote, yeah. yeah. Awesome game. I couldn't finish it, man. I'm a little bitch. <laughs> but I mean, even from the original badass coming out there in those little shorts and that awesome vest, just whacking down zombies, looking for her brother. It was great. I mean, I can't. It was awesome. Yeah. So second place, uh, the Outer Worlds took that with uh, Parveta. If I said right, is that how it be? Parveta? It's all right. We don't have that. We don't have. Um, um, you know, third place was KTS with Gear Five. And then it was Jesse funding control, and then last place was Jesse from Wolfenstein. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Still got uh, AC hooked up. Yeah, I do. Got the AC still hooked up. I'm too lazy to take it out. <laughs> I'm really because look where it is. It's like right by my bed up there. I'm way I'm way too lazy to take it out. I don't feel like doing it. Um, I'll do. You can now. We'll do the next ones. But um, now we go on to the men. The best male protagonist, the boys. Saturdays are for the boys, T-Raw. Don't, what, for, what? don't forget that. No, not for your T-Raws. All right. Do- Saturdays are for daughters. Yes. <laughs> All right. The nominees are Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 2. Um, Cal Costestis from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Marcus Phoenix from Gears 5. Sam Bridges from Death Stranding, The Delivery Man. And Dante from Devil May Cry Five, and all great. We we just, I just finished. Both of I, both of us, I should say, just finished Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and non spoiler here. Cal is awesome. Cal is awesome. But he's he's a, a guy from Shameless too. Yeah, Cal is powerful, 
But he's not that powerful. No, he's not. No, he's that not. shit was a mind blow at the end. I loved he, it. He's not that powerful, but loved still it. great character. Loved it. Loved the backstory as well. We got that nice little level with the backstory as well with the Order sixty six, which if <laughs> ruined. <laughs> if you've never seen um, Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, you should know what the hell um, Order sixty six is. But awesome, and of course Leon Kennedy. He is my second favorite. Um, character in Resident Evil. Chris Redfield is my favorite, but it was great to play as Leon again. He is he's awesome, of course. A lot of the Resident Evil characters are awesome. They've always done a great job with uh, creating great characters. Um, Marcus Phoenix is a Gears legend. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what pretty much got the Xbox 360 kick-started. You know, had a rough launch in 05 with the Red Rings. Didn't have good launch titles. Gears comes out, boom. Marcus Phoenix is everywhere. Of course, um, Master Chief is the face of Xbox, but you can argue Marcus Phoenix is the second place. You know, you think of Xbox, you think of Master Chief, you think of Marcus Phoenix. It's good to see him alive, still kicking. Sam Bridges, the delivery man in Death, in Death Stranding. Of course, that is um, the famous actor from The Walking Dead. Um, Norman, Norman Reedus, of course, he is now... he. Lowered himself and became an Amazon, a USPS delivery man, but got to show some love here. And then, of course, Dante, another beloved character in the long list of Capcom franchises. I know a lot of people. I think love, uh, I think uh, Chaotic wants wants Dante. A lot of people love Dante, and it was a lot of people said it was great to see him back the way he was in Devil May Cry Five. But the winner of Best Male Protagonist is what? <laughs> Why? It's Norman Reedus. Why? That's a funny picture. No, I'm not talking about the picture. But why did? Uh. I get it's Norman Reedus, but come on. I wish we. I wish next time next year for the fifth annual. <laughs> for the fifth annual Intermom's Basement Game Awards, we should have a Y section. It could be optional, <laughs> but we have, they have to tell us why. Right. <laughs> why did he win? But he won by a good majority. He took 35.4% of the votes. And in second place was Leon with 215 So he won by a big margin. That's crazy. You already joined T-Raw. You already joined T-Raw. But thank you. Um, because it's a rig like PUBG. I guess so. And then the third... Holy shit, that was loud. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for the follow. Axel, hope I pronounced that right, Supernova. Supernova. Welcome to the Inner Mom, Mom's Basement Game Awards. If you would like to enter our giveaway at the end of the show, exclamation point raffle, as you see there in the chat. And as I was saying before, that glorious song popped on. Third place was Cal Castesis. Um... Fourth was Dante, and in last place was Marcus Phoenix. Damn you, people. Uh, people just don't understand who it is. That's what it is. I guess so, this damn new generation. But we are moving on, moving onward and upward here. I don't know, Chaotic. I really don't, my friend. But best co-op. And now what we mean by this, we have best co-op. We have best um, multiplayer. Differences co-op is you could go. Our difference is co-op. It's not PvP. Just to kind of 
simplify the explanation. It's there. you and your buddy it's playing the game. Yeah, Maybe a story. It's you and your buddy. It's non-PVP. So that's the difference. So the nominations for best co-op are Gears 5, Borderlands 3, Dauntless. T-Roll! Dauntless! Boy, I know we got some Dauntless fans in the chat. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. And World War Z. I love World War Z so Dan, much. And Dan, we got some fans in the chat for said Dauntless. Was that your pick? No. Did you uh, pick World War Z. World War Z was my pick. Uh, I had a special place in my heart since I was a Down Heart Left 4 Dead fan. And uh, since we're never going to see it, number three, World War Z was the closest thing that really filled that gap. And I loved World War Z. So you did pick World War Z. I picked World War Z. Mine was, um, I picked Gears 5. I mean, that story, I mean, I always run through the story with my boy Gato, even though he doesn't watch us. And he has a couple platforms he can watch us on, but he doesn't uh, watch us. He he has pretty much all of them. Yeah, good friend he is. But anyway, it's always fun going through the Gears storyline with a buddy, especially on like the harder difficulties. Always a lot of fun. So that was my vote here. And our winner for the best co-op game is Borderlands 3. You know what? Not surprised there, man. A lot of people were very excited for, um, you know, Borderlands to be announced at PAX. We were at PAX. We saw the hype of Borderlands. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I'm not a Borderlands fan. I don't, I, I don't think I can get into it. But I, I respect that. I mean, it has a yeah. really good, uh, big following. The game looks good. It's just not my type of play. And that took it by a bomb. It took it by a big landslide. Second place was um, Gears 5. And in third place was World War Z. Fourth was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And sorry, chat, that plays Dauntless. Not a lot of Dauntless fans that were voting. As they put that in dead last. I love Marvel Alliance. There is not even a number I could put for Dauntless. I don't think, uh, I think Marvel Alliance is so low on the list because it was an exclusive Nintendo and not many big console players play, yeah. play on the Switch. Chaos, so I gotta get that Verizon Fios, man. In your yeah, location. Yeah, T-Roll, T-Roll. T-Roll, my... Um, but now we go to the best remaster and port. The best remaster and port, and now there were some good ones here. And our nominations are Medieval, Evil, uh, Crash T- uh, Team Racing Nitro Field. Imagine if this wins again. <laughs> Resident Evil 2, Catherine Full Body, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And you could kind of figure out where my vote is going. It's going, it's going through, it's going to Resident Evil 2. I mean, just the way. Okay. I pick Crash for this one. Just the way, just to see what Capcom has done with their remasters. It was a completely different game. There was a lot of elements that were somewhat the same, but it definitely was a different game, and they made it for the better. It was awesome. I can't, and again, I can't stress enough how much I can't wait for Resident Evil Three. Crash Racing was a lot of fun. Definitely enjoyed that. Yeah, I had some fun. Definitely had a lot. Medieval is definitely badass, and I I definitely can't wait to play it. I played the original on PS One. It was awesome. I definitely want to uh, give the remaster a try. It was the first very underrated uh, PlayStation franchise, 100%. And then, of course, Catherine Full Body. I've watched people stream it. I've watched it on YouTube. Definitely not my cup of tea, but I could see why people do enjoy the game. And, of course, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I know there was, again, Zelda. It's Zelda. A lot of hype is always around it. I've watched people stream it. Not the biggest Zelda fan. Yeah, I agree. But the winner is... Hell yeah. You got some nice little uh, 
guitar solo here for this game here for the win for its winning. But Resident Evil uh, definitely took it easily. I mean, with 43.9% of the voting. Second place was Zelda with 28.8. And then we have in third place Crash Team Racer with only 10% of the votes. And 9% goes to Medi Evil. And Catherine Medi finishes Evil. in dead last. So we, we could do the, uh, the indie game. Okay, think I passed it. All right, the best Jade indie game. The be- yep, the best indie game, aka the best Jade game. Um, a lot of people don't know the inside joke. There is a girl that um, her, in our SDC community, she plays a lot of um, indie games. So this is uh, categories. A shout out to her. And again, if you want to know any good indie games that you are not unaware of or would like to play some listen to our jade podcast she was a guest on our podcast and she basically just tells us a lot of uh, underrated indie titles yeah. she doesn't play a lot of the big titles she plays a lot of the obscure random games you've never even heard of and these are amazing uh so the ca- uh, the nominees are my friend pedro which is on xbox game pass uh untitled goose game after Party, which is also on Xbox Game Pass, uh, Katana Zero, and War Groove. I haven't played any of these games, but I did download After Party and I did download my friend Pedro. I heard my friend Pedro was awesome, uh, so I definitely want to try that. I haven't seen anything about Untitled Goose Game, but I have to look into it because it looks yeah, pretty hilarious. A lot of hilarious. people like it. A lot of people uh, hyped it. Uh, my friend Pedro is a really good game. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta the, download the, it. The, I already have it downloaded. The control scheme you gotta kind of get used to a little bit, but it is a very, it's a very good game. But uh, yeah, Untitled Goose Game, everybody is going crazy. Goose Game is insane. All right, so you want to click on that play, and then yeah. we'll see who that winner is the, of the best Jade indie game. The best Jade indie game is Untitled Goose Game. Well, yeah, I mean a lot of there was a lot of. People went crazy over this, just like with the Goat Simulator. The Goat that, Simulator, that's kind that was of this, a lot of fun. <laughs> that's what kind of this game reminds me of, was uh, Goat Simulator. Around, like People were like, oh my god, you got to try this game out. Random game. Yeah, so surprisingly, uh, the Untitled Goose Game won with 52%. So that's more than half of the votes Untitled Goose Game got. And then uh, second place, my friend Pedro. Third place was Katana Zero. And tied for third is uh, After Party and uh, Wargroove. The um, podcast guest, you want to do that second to last? Wait, did I say third? That yeah, tied for fourth, sorry. Podcast guest, you want to do that now or second to last? Uh, second to last. Second to last, all right. The next category. So the next category is going to be Best Supported Game. Now, Best Supported Game is basically to kind of explain the category. We do it every year. It's a game that's still coming out with DLC. The community is still hot. And the PvP is still going crazy. So what are the nominees for the best supported game? The nominees are Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny 2, Apex Legends, Fortnite, and Warframe. Is this finally the year, Dan? Four years we've been doing this. I vote. Is I think it? I vote for Rainbow Six every year. Yeah, I voted for Rainbow <laughs> Six every single year. Is this finally the year? I think uh, Rainbow Six wins. I it's know lost. what T. Raw voted for. It's, he voted for Warframe. It's lost to Overwatch. It's lost to Fortnite. I mean, so is this the year? No, COD. Yes, but this is the new Call of Duty. We are talking about games that are still 
have been out for a while. They are, are constantly that still are getting constantly updates. Still getting updates. Like Siege is going to do year five. Like they're they have announced they're doing year five. Yeah, so all these so, are games that are constantly have updates every year, still continuing from now. Yeah, World War Z came out this year, but we're talking about it doesn't have any DLCs yeah, yet for a while. So Fortnite's been around for a little bit. Apex has been around for a little bit, and they get constant updates. Constant updates, constant. And then what was the other games? Uh, Warframe. Warframe's been around for years. Yeah. Holy shit! And then what was the other one? Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Destiny Two got a whole revamp. Activision, um, Activision, and Bob. Uh, can't believe I forget the damn company. Split. Uh, Activision and Bungie. Bungie. They split, and Bungie is now um, publishing it themselves, and that was for the better. As you can, and then they came out with uh, the new DLC that everyone went crazy for. So, is this finally the year? The best supported game. It is not the damn year. Come on. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not. It's for it's Fortnite's year. They're. Was this their first award today? Yeah. So we, we we've had we haven't had a um, it's all been different winners. We haven't had a two time winner yet. No, not yet. Uh, let's, let's let's run down the the places here. Uh, so Fortnite one and uh, two is Rainbow Six, three is Destiny two, four is Apex Legends, and last place is Warframe. I apologize for that to you all because I know you are a Warframe fan. Yeah, it's all right, T. Raw. You get it. You know, but how do? You, but we've been trying to have Rain. We've been wanting Rainbow Six to win for the last uh, several years, and it has not. It's lost to Overwatch. It's lost to Destiny One. Now it's lost to Fortnite. So, God maybe, damn maybe, it. Maybe <laughs> soon. What is our next uh, award? Best category? action adventure. All right, our best action adventure. And what are the nominees? Nominees are Star Wars: Fallen Order. Control, Devil May Cry 5, Legends of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Sarko Shadows Dies Twice, Sekiro, 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 so those are it, uh, as, we, as we mentioned already, we played Star Wars, loved it, Pat played Control, I haven't played any others. <laughs> um, Star Wars has a great mixture of, you know, Uncharted, Tomb Raider, God of War, a uh, little bit of Dark Souls in there. And then, of course, Control. The good thing, I, I was talking to a friend, the good thing about Remedy is that they were very good at combining all their elements from their other games. Alan Wake. Um, what was the what was the other game that came out this generation on Xbox One? It was with the Iceman from uh, X-Men. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good game as well. Control's a good game, but like I said before, it's not game of the year worthy, but it is a good game. But I lean more to Star Wars because we finally got... A good Star Wars game after years. The last good Star Wars game I remember is Force Unleashed. Some people could argue the Old Republic, but that game had to go through a lot for that game to finally be good. But as far as a Star Wars game that didn't need any DLC or updates, Force Unleashed was the uh, the better one for now until this one fall in order so yeah I did I went for Star Wars on this one as well yeah game was fantastic it was awesome and the winner. Best action adventure game, and thanks, mom. But uh, we're not—we're uh, leaving this garbage out of the chat. So thank you. Um, the winner is oh, Star Wars: Fallen Order. No surprise there. Yeah. Be honest. I mean, uh, I mean, the only thing that I think would probably would have had a shot was Devil May Cry. But let's run down the the plate—the yeah, first places, the last here. 
2K20, get out of here, bro. Action Adventure 2K20. <laughs> Chaotic, I got some good things cooking up in WWE 2K20 coming very soon. I am going to announce it here on the podcast because you are in here. We are going to have a Queen of the Ring pay-per-view. So that's upcoming. That's on its way. But... Okay, so uh, so first place was Star Wars. Second place was Sarko. Sakura. Sakura, whatever. <laughs> All these weird names. Uh, third place, The Legend of Zelda. Fourth place was Control. And last place, had Devil May Cry. Alright, well, no love for Devil May Cry on that one there. Wow, but I'm, you know, Star Wars was very, was pleasant. We needed it. Star Wars is so good. We needed a good Star Wars game again. And now, what is our next nominee? The next nominee is Most Underrated Game. Alright, so now with this category, most underrated game is basically a game that was kind of under the radar. Like there wasn't that much marketing or anything like that towards this game. And it just kind of flew under our noses and actually was raved very high. It's just the marketing just might have not been there as uh, AAA titles. What are the nominees? The nominees is World War Z, Life is Strange 2, Dauntless, Risk of Rain 2, and the Plague's Tale. Are you hoping Dauntless wins? No. No? You didn't vote Dauntless? No, I didn't vote Dauntless. <laughs> what is, what were you like, I like Dauntless, but I'm not that big of a Dauntless fan. What game were you leaning towards? I was leaning more towards World War Z. Yeah, World War Z definitely was my vote too. Um, Life is Strange 2 has been releasing on Game Pass, so I've been waiting mostly until the episodes release on Game Pass, and then I'll go through it. Life is Strange, the first game was really good, and the prequel series they came out with as well before the storm was good. So I do have high hopes for part two. Dauntless, I watched. Welcome, thank you for the follow, Magic, Magic Fire. Fire, Fire. Welcome to the Man Cave. Welcome to our fourth annual game awards if you want to enter in our giveaway for the end of the show hit exclamation point raffle and you'll be entered in the giveaway but as i was saying again before that i love getting interrupted by that song it is such a glorious song but yeah uh, i forget where i got left off but oh yes life is strange was good so very excited for that dauntless i was was, that's what i was talking about i watched chaotic stream it i've watched you stream it i've watched um fox Fox. I've watched Fox stream it, so it looks like a... Actually, I enjoyed watching Chaotic play it more than anybody else, to be honest with you. Chaotic was always very enthusiastic while playing Dauntless, so it's always very fun. Yeah, it was a beast. <laughs> very fun watching him play it. Um, Risk of Rain, I've heard a lot of good things about that. And uh, what was the last game? Oh, Plague Tale of... It, it looks... It, that game looks really interesting. Yeah, but the game is cool. 50 bucks right now, so I'm not spending 50 bucks on that. But... World War Z definitely, as Dan touched on before, big Left for Dead fans. It was good to see a game kind of emulate the same thing, except being a third-person shooter. And our winner is... Let's see who that winner is of the most underrated game. World War Z. There we go. There you go. And the best thing about this game, it was it was forty dollars. It was well only, worth it. Only forty bucks at launch, and then it came to Game Pass. Right after that, so that was... 
Yeah, I bought it on PC too. I destroyed it on PC. I played it so much on PC. That game was so good, man. Very good game. Very good game. All right, next nominee is the most anticipated game. Now, these are games that we know are releasing in 2020. These have dates. These games are not like they don't have any dates. These games have definitive dates. And the nominees are Cyberpunk 2077, The Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Remaster Remake, Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons, great. Marvel's... <laughs> These are games that have a chance. I think you're getting Half-Life VR. I think you have a better chance of getting yeah, that than Half-Life You 3. are getting a VR. Yeah, there you go. You are getting a VR. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers. Now, four... Actually, no. Three out of the five I'm excited for. Cyberpunk... Oh my god, I can't wait for that Yeah, Cyberpunk's my number one. I might probably take a PTO day at work (laughs) to play that game. I'm not even kidding. Uh, And a rumor about it is it might be Game Pass. Big rumor, but it might be Game Pass. I really hope you were right about that rumor, because if you are, I'm definitely taking a PTO day and playing it. (laughs) I cannot wait. Uh, Last of Us 2, as chaotic is blowing up in the chat, man, I cannot wait. After the first game, I cannot wait for part two, man. And we're getting it next year, not next gen, which is even amazing. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. This is actually the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played, and I, you know Same. what, you know it was cool back in the day. It was like but four discs. I yeah, <laughs> it was, and I just couldn't get into JRPGs. But I know a lot of people have been hyped about this game as well. Animal Crossing. Cannot wait. There's really nothing more I could say about that. I cannot wait to be back hanging out with my villagers again, seeing how they're doing. Picking out some weeds. Can I wait? I want to go to your town, pick up some turnips. You know, paying off Tom Nook. No, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> um, and Marvel's Avengers. I'm iffy about this one. You know, you and I have talked about this. Very iffy. Gonna, conf- gonna confuse kids with those four discs? Yeah. Very iffy on this game because is it going to be like Destiny? Like, what is it going to be like? You saw Thor's gameplay seem like God of War. Oh, uh, like, yeah. What are we. Yeah. What are we. What is. What are we getting ourselves into with this game? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's not really much detail on that, and uh, I know you know, I know there was gameplay on it, but that gameplay doesn't really show yeah. us. Yeah, like you saw, like it showed like Hulk is very the destruction. Captain America's looked boring. Um, the only good gameplay I got from those trailers were Thor's and Hulk. Yeah, everyone else just kind of looked like bland. Like when I was at Comic Con and uh, they showed gameplay and the concept art and all that. It looks absolutely amazing. Like, the stuff they showed us there, but still, they haven't gotten to that details. What are we doing in there? Who are we fighting? Who's the boss? What did you like, pick? For this, Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk as well. It was hard, because I'm, ex- I'm excited for Last of Us, but, oh yeah, that man. I think Keanu pretty much made the game morally highly anticipated than anything else, and... There's that one, so Matrix 4, this is going off games a little bit, Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are releasing the same day. That is Keanu Day. Matrix will win that. That is Keanu Day. Um, But anyway, yes, Cyberpunk took it by a landslide. Second place was Last of Us 2. Um, Third place was Final Fantasy. Marvel's Avengers was fourth, and I'm very disappointed, community. Very disappointed. That Animal Crossing is last. And Half-Life is six. Yeah, Half-Life 3, <laughs> Gabe Knoll, somewhere is listening. Well, actually, he's not listening because they're making VR. So, haha, Half-Life fans. <laughs> but our next nominee, the best first-person shooter. 
best first-person shooter. And our nominees are Call of Duty, Apex Legends, The Outer Worlds, Metro Exodus, and Borderlands 3. Now, the new Call of Duty, I like it, but... I enjoy it a lot. I'll only play it if, like, people hit me up. And... First of all, the story was awesome. And I do enjoy the, the gameplay. I know a lot of people were very happy to see a story mode return. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's, it's, um, Black Ops, Black Ops 3. My favorite Call of Duty is still, uh, the original Call of Duty 4. And then from there, second is probably Black Ops 1. And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Two I think you Borderlands. Borderlands 3. Oh. B, I, I saw BL3. <laughs> you tool. <laughs> I saw BL, I saw B, L, I saw B something 3. So I thought it was, uh. I thought it was um, Black Ops, but whatever. But anyway, it was. You know, I like the new Modern Warfare. I like it. Definitely, definitely yeah. good. Story mode is awesome. You know, we awesome. talked about Outer Worlds before. You know, I, I, I love. We didn't talk about the mechanic they use where you could slow down time. <laughs> new house. And no, <laughs> you can slow down time and aim. So like, you know how kind of not not like what Fallout did where you pick and yeah, aim no, and I know shoot. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's like like it slowed everything down. You were able yeah. to yeah, and you could get the weak points and everything like that. That was a great mechanic. I hope they do that if you know in their future Obsidian games as well. And Apex Legends. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's, right, it's, right, it's not right. that bad. I, I want Titanfall three. That's actually what I want instead. And then Metro X. Metro's a very underrated game. Um, this these games always fly under the radar, but it is a very good game. I've I've always been a fan of the Metro games. And Borderlands three again. Dan, I'm not a fan. Dan said he's not a fan, uh, but we respect it. We people love the Borderlands series. And the winner is Daniel. Do the honors. No, why is that playing? Well, you get a double screen. Call of Duty is the winner. Not a shock. This maybe this maybe isn't rigged. rigged. Oh, Barbosa just <laughs> Alex joined is us. Going on, man. Um, but my goodness, I mean, that, I'm not a surprise that Call of Duty wins. I mean, the game oh, has been like I said, that story mode, and then you can continue that story mode in co-op. The, that game, I tell you, that game's just been around for such a long time. The fan base is always still going to be there, but you know, it it is what it is, unfortunately. But and as we go into we the next do. category, don't forget we still have that uh, raffle going on. So anyone who's on Facebook and watching, just hop over to Mixer, uh, enter exclamation raffle, and you'll be entered to win a Inner Mom's Basement T-shirt. The the vote the votes were close though. Um, Call of Duty only won by three percent. Second place was Borderlands 3. Third place was The Outer Worlds. Um, fourth was Metro. And you know what? There is hope for the community. Apex Legends finished last. So, community love restored from me. So, thank you. Thank you, community. Um, and now we got the best fighting game. And the nominees are Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> Back when you're bed, son. Yeah, I know. I have to. Uh, Jump Force, Dead or Alive 6, Samurai Showdown, and Power Ranger Battle for the Grid. And, oh my god, I am really shocked. Go, go, Power Ranger. Uh, let's just announce the winner. I mean, this is an easy one. Oh. There you go. That's an easy one. 
So, I mean, were you were you shocked? No, I mean, uh, this is probably one of the biggest fighting games ever. So I'm, uh, there's no shock there. I love Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I just did not. The only things I did not like is they slowed the um, the speed down a little bit. But um, anyway, it was good. Oh, thank you for the uh, the hype there. Thank you for the um, <laughs> the sub hype. The sub hype. Appreciate it. But um. I, I just did not like how they slowed the speed down a little bit. I like Mortal Kombat 10 is definitely my favorite out of the new uh, generation they made here. But my goodness, second place was Power Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. There must be some hardcore Power Rangers fans for that to be second place. I was expecting third place, which was Dead or Alive, and then in last place, Samurai Showdown and Jump Force seem to have been in, Jump Force in the dead last <laughs> there. So. We'll go to that one. So now, Dan. Next category, best sports game. And sorry, Chaotic WWE 2K20 is not on this list. It is on a list, but it's not on this one. What yeah, are the nominees? Fuck WWE. Uh, so that, And that's why we're rated 18+. plus. Uh, so best sports game, Madden 20, NBA 2K, 2K20, MLB The Show 19, FIFA 20, NHL 20. So, yeah. Um, you know, this one was a tough one because um, a lot of the sports games are snoofets nowadays. As I said in our last podcast, sports games are just microtransactions. Actually, you know what? I lied. MLB The Show I voted for. And uh, also, another again, The Shell is coming to Xbox. Yes, in 2020. So, this is 2020 is going to be the last year that MLB The Show is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation in 2021, it is going to be multi-plat, so finally, the Xbox players will get to see the definitive baseball game. I will still be getting it on PlayStation, though. All right, let's uh, let's uh, hit that button for the best sports best sports game. Yeah, but uh, did, did you? Uh, oh, uh, who, me, who, I who voted. Did you pick? <laughs> FIFA. Yeah. Even though it's uh, you're not an ultimate team player, or anything. Yeah. as I said, as I said before in our last podcast, sports games besides the show only care about ultimate team now and it's just microtransaction crap and the, that's when Dan will like MLB again. <laughs> Dude, I haven't played a baseball game since PlayStation 2. You should. It's good. But the winner is best sports game. Come on. Come... Why? Why is, why is FIFA... Did you send this to the international community? Did you send this to the EU uh, market to <laughs> vote? No, I mean, FIFA's a huge game, man. I think FIFA has a bigger following than any other sports game out there. Believe it or not, it's true. It's just the way it is. What was uh, second play? It looked like the votes were close. Were uh, it close? was. Uh, it, uh, it was close between uh, FIFA and Madden. So, uh, FIFA won by a vote. Uh, second place was Madden. Uh, third place was NBA. Fourth place was MLB, and third was NHL. Oh, not a lot of hockey. Wow, man, not a lot of ho- NHL. NHL kind of fell off a little bit. I haven't played the, the series in a while because I heard they haven't really made too much changes to it. So, but MLB the show should have won. I think. I think it's disappointing. Dan definitely sent the voting to the EU community, and they voted FIFA. But our next um, category is. NHL's a Canadian thing. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't send it to Canada. That's why NHL finished last. Next category, the best horror game. 
What do we got? Best horror. Best horror game. The category. Of, oh, the categories. The nominees. Resident Evil 2. Man, uh, Man of Maiden. Uh, Blair Light Witch. Room. Yeah. Layers of Fear 2. And The Plague's Tale Innocence. Um, I I liked Man of Me, Dan. I can't wait for the next episode Loved of that, uh, ho- that horror series. I absolutely love um, Man of Maiden. And Resident Evil 2. I mean, I voted for that one easily. And I think... In my opinion, before I click it, I think we're fun- we're going to get our second our second uh, winners here. I voted third, for actually, I voted for Man of Maiden. Our third actually, Claire won for Claire best won. female, Resident Evil won for best remaster, and I think yes. we're probably going to get our third here. So without further ado, I hope so. Yeah, there you go. But don't get me wrong, Man of Maiden was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I liked fun. it. I loved it. How, real quick, how many people died for you? Uh, everyone except two people, I think. Yeah, I only. Yeah, had... I was so pissed, bro. I accidentally hit the wrong button. <laughs> I only had two people live too because I forgot. I completely forgot that that um, stuff that was making you hallucinate. I killed. Yeah. Others. See, I was thinking about that. I was like, should I? Should I do it? Should I not? Am I hallucinating? And I ended up doing. It. I was like, fuck, man. I, I killed her at the end. I was uh, so mad. I'm like, oh my god, what was I? There's a way to make them all survive. So yeah, there is. I do want to go back. And... It has a ton of replay value. Dan, Dan and I need to co-stream it. And um... oh, you sleep soon. Come on, man. Old, How old are you, too? Old man. Uh, <laughs> our next, but yeah, Resident Evil Two. No doubt about that. that's our that's our third victory for Resident Evil Two. So Resident Evil is on a roll right now. And what is our next nominee? Biggest disappointments. All right, so. Biggest disappointment. It's only five asshole. Uh, well, well, uh, chaotic and just like five categories left. So yeah, we're almost done. Chaotic. You can hang in there, bud, and see if you won. But biggest disappointment. Now, what we go through with this game is that a game. This game necessarily might not be bad, but the hype around it did not live up to its hype, and it kind of disappointed us. And it just, again, these are not bad games, but they just did not live up to the hype. Yeah, let's uh, run down these nominees real quick. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Days Gone, Anthem, Rage 2, The Division 2. So before we announce the winner here, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, what a disaster. Yeah. After I felt, I thought that Wildlands was good. Wildlands, they, they set a good foundation, then they come out with Breakpoint, and it was a piece of crap. I like the gun mechanics, though. I mean, I don't mind the gun mechanics and in, in, in Breakpoint. I didn't mind it either, but my god, it was a big swing and a miss. Big one. Pizza! Uh, Rage 2. Rage 2, I, we, we didn't even... Oh, thank, thank you for the uh, pizza sparks. There you go, Dan. You're Dan uh-huh. the pizza man, so there you go. Thank you for the sparks there. Appreciate it. Um, Rage 2, we didn't even ask for a sequel. Why did we get this game? Nobody asked for it, and we got it. It's and on it, Game Pass, so you could try to yeah, crap nobody, a game. <laughs> yeah, nobody really cared. I mean, it wasn't, and then the, the, the gameplay they showed wasn't, you know, they took out a lot of stuff in it. The Division 2, they did fix a lot of the problems that were in the first game, but again, it just just did wasn't, not live no, up. Just it, wasn't there. It just wasn't there. It wasn't there. Um, I, I voted for Anthem. I know that. I could imagine. I'm <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> I told you not to buy it. It's all right. You live and learn. Um, but, but you really don't learn. I voted Ghost Recon. And then what was the other game? It was Anthem. And then I, I uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. So Days Gone is a good game. Do not get me wrong. But Anthem the, was trash. The technical issues were a big problem. There was a lot of glitches in this game. And the side missions are very repetitive. Now don't get me wrong. The story missions are good. But when you're doing the same thing over and over and over again in the side mission. It's 
ridiculous. But anyway, the winner of Biggest Disappointment, drum roll, I can only imagine. <laughs> Anthem. I could only imagine. Uh, WWE 2K20 had 60,000 times more Don't glitches. Worry, chaotic. <laughs> You're going to hear WWE 2K20 very soon. Man, you know, it, it, it's, it's because that... It looks like Anthem took it by a landslide. It's because 2K20 came out, you know, more recent than these other games. Uh, so let me run down the winners here. Uh, I guess, do we want to call them winners or... No, losers, we're call, call, losers to loser or yeah. uh, So Anthem lost that category by 58%. So uh, they had that with 58 And then the uh, second one was Rage. Then it was tie tie for second. So, sorry, tie for third is the Division and Division and Days Gone. And then the last place, the losers of losers, was uh, Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. Wow, I'm surprised. If, I guess there's still uh, fans that are, have hopes for it, I guess. Uh, and now, what is our next nom in our next category? Uh, I think this is the category that Chaotic is waiting for. He, and yeah, that he's is been waiting for it. The worst game of 2019. The worst games of 2019. What are the nominees? Oh, thank you again for those 5,000 sparks. Sherlock, really appreciate that nice snowman. Much thank you so it. much. Really appreciate Love that. It. Uh, so the worst game of 2019. And the uh, the nominees are <laughs> Chaotic's favorite game, WWE 2K20, Crackdown 3, Left Alive, Dollhouse, uh, Rogue's Corp. Yeah, uh, yeah. Contra, uh, Contra, Contra Rogue's Corp. Contra Rogue's Corp. Oh, my God. I actually... So, WWE 2K20, I picked up for streaming purposes. So, you guys know that. I do still stream it. I, you know, but... I have to be honest. But, I mean, is WWE... Whoever wins this, is it really a win, yeah, though? I like, have, or I, lose? <laughs> I have to be honest. It is probably one of the worst wrestling games I have played in recent year and in a very long time and it's a good thing i decided not to play that game i mean it again i just stream it for the universe mode but again universe mode is there but they still do not add anything to universe mode the countless glitches you saw online yes the game is still a mess the rock doesn't again the rock does not look up becky lynch doesn't even look like herself <laughs> it is a disaster um, and then what was up? Oh Crackdown God. three. I only play. I can only play an hour of Crackdown three because I, I. God, what? Thank goodness we have Game Pass because what a waste of five. We waited five years for that. I know you played a little bit longer. I got a few hours. Into God that. knows how. Why would Terry <laughs> Crews put his name on this garbage game anymore? He should have backed out. And uh, what were the other garbage? Contra, oh, Contra. House. Left oh my alive. goodness, Chaotic, thank you so much for the 80,000 sparks. Thank you so much, really appreciate it. Um, Pat, I'm echoing. Um, it's probably because we're double mic doing Yeah, but you're, you're the first person to tell us that. Is that, is that a bad echo or is it a tiny echo? I mean, I guess that Maybe would Maybe because really I depend. was yelling. I'm, I've been talking normal. Maybe because I was yelling. But um, Contra, <sighs> Konami, uh, that's all I have to say. Right, let us know who the loser is. Yeah. <laughs> the loser is. <laughs> there you go, Chaos. This is what you've been waiting for, right? 
Oh my god. We fucking did it. Un- yes. Unfucking real. I actually did not think that was going to win. I actually thought Crackdown 3 was going to win. And I'm going to tell you this 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 loss by a landslide, all right? So uh 2K WWE has a uh, 53% of the votes. And it does not look good for 2K. Oh my goodness, thank you again for the sparks. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Sparks, baby. Woo. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for the 5,000 sparks. Oh. Uh, um, so, let me run this down. All right. So, there's WWE. Then it was uh, Contra. Then Dollhouse. Followed by Crackdown. And then the losers of the losers is Left Alive. Yeah. Um, and what? Baby. All right. Let's. Now we're down. We're almost at the, we're almost, yeah, we're almost at the end. We're almost at the nitty gritty. We about we have a couple more left, and we're almost at, done here. Definitely but not the the nitty gritty. I think it's getting better and better. Yeah, here we go. Here is one for um, Argonaut Rises, who is in the chat. The best Nintendo exclusive. Actually, he's a Sony fanboy, so that's actually this isn't his category. But the best <laughs> Nintendo exclusive. The nominees are Luigi's Mansion Three. Super Mario Maker 2, which is a phenomenal game. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is also a phenomenal game. Loved it. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Chaotic. And Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. So a cup, a Luigi's Mansion 3 I'm waiting on, but I'm definitely going to get it. I love the one for GameCube and the one for 3DS. Super Mario Maker 2. Just, I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, rage uh, levels, but all in all, very good game. Yeah, the Pokemon pre- hype is real in chat. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of Pokemon here. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, it was great to see that. And we got some more Sparks again. Argonaut with 5,000 Sparks. Really appreciate it, sir. And the winner of the Best Nintendo Exclusive is... Damn it. There it is. And and the chat goes wild! Pokemon! Gotta catch him! I didn't vote for that I didn't either. Vote for this either. I voted for no, no Marvel Alliance. I voted for Super Mario Maker too. Yeah. Damn it, these damn Pokemon fans, and it won by a good margin too. Thirty-four point thirty-four percent of the votes was uh, Pokemon. Oh, thank you, Sherlock, again for the hundred sparks, and Argonaut, thank you as well for the hundred sparks as well. Um, second place was Luigi's Mansion. Third place was Legend of Zelda. Mario Maker was fourth, and in dead last was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And now we go on to Argonaut's favorite category, the best PlayStation exclusive. And if we can all give Dan a virtual hug, there is no best Xbox exclusive this year. Unfortunately, I will give him a pat on the back if we all give him a virtual hug chat, if we can please do that. But best... PlayStation exclusive, and the nominees are, I just saw, I, I Death Stranding, Days <laughs> Gone, Judgment, Shenmue 3, and Medi-Evil, and, oh boy, do you want to press it or should I press it? No, you can press it. Alright, the winner of the best PlayStation exclusive, oh <laughs> That's uh, Death Stranding with the second second one. Second victory for Death Stranding tonight. Uh, that one 
the Amazon delivery, USPS delivery, yeah. FedEx, whatever. Overnight, that, baby. Yeah, Norman Reedus won. Uh, Sam Bridges won our best male protagonist. So far, Resident Evil's won the most awards so far. They won three, but Death Stranding is second. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess people really enjoy being uh, delivery drivers. I guess that's what everyone wants to do in their future. Uh, second place was Days Gone. Third place was Shenmue 3. I voted for Shenmue 3. What did you vote? I didn't vote. I skipped you didn't vote. You skipped it. Medi Evil was fourth, and in dead last is Judgment. Judgment is a very underrated game. If you like the Yakuza games, I would recommend it. But, all right, we are down to our final three categories. Our final three. Our best multiplayer game. Now, this is the PvP. All right. Before we start, remember, we still got that raffle going. Exclamation raffle. You'll be entered in a giveaway for a In Our Mom's Basement t-shirt. Yes. Here we go. Best multiplayer. And as well as a uh, gift card as well. You also get a t-shirt and you get a gift card. Alright. Best multiplayer. Call of Duty. Gears 5. Apex Legends. Mortal Kombat 11. And Madden 20. Now... Again, Call of Duty, you know, very. I enjoy the multiplayer. I have nothing. Uh, the only thing I have against the multiplayer is that horrible bus map with all the buses in the middle of the map. Screw oh, that. Oh yeah, that yeah I know what map you're talking about. That map uh, sucks. Gears Five actually is a fun multiplayer. I enjoyed the multiplayer. I, Gears Five. I, 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 didn't play, I didn't even touch the multiplayer Gears yet. Apex Legends, whatever. It's a battle royale. People camp. People, you know, do all this other. Fun stuff, but I, I I enjoy playing it with Chaotic. Me and Chaotic, we are the Apex Bums with the Z. Apex Bums. But uh, Mortal Kombat 11, the I, duty. I only enjoy playing with friends against each other, but that's about it. And then um, Madden 20, my God. But the winner is... I picked Call of Duty, by the way. Winning its second award, Call of Duty. Yeah, there was no, there was no surprise in that. Yeah, no, absolutely, none there. But that's the, that's the second award there. Um, again, Madden didn't even get a vote. I'm looking at the board here. Madden got no votes whatsoever. Madden got that absolutely <laughs> nothing. No one showing any love for Madden. But let's go. Our final two categories. And here we go. We're down to the final two. And um, what is our next category? Next category is favorites in our mom's basement podcast guest of 2019. All right. So um, I reached out to a lot of our guests. Whoever answered got on this nomination. Now, the winner, uh, we are going to collaborate a T-shirt with them. So whoever wins, they we're going to have a very limited time uh, T-shirt. So... Um, rigged because if you've not been on it well chaotic we will discuss business make some time for us and you'll be yeah. on the in our mom's basement 2020 Barbosa you'll get inducted into the hall, the alumni section <laughs> how about that but our nominees are nominees are double agent Smith Riley who's your boy Jade Princess and Grom all right so, all, all great guests. Um, if you have not listened, the episodes are... Here's a nice little promotion. 
on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and newly announced, we are also now on Pandora as well. So adding that in there. So that was another highlight of uh, Inner Mom's Basement um, in 2019 is that we are now officially on Pandora. But all great guests. Uh, we'll run it down really quick. If you have not heard the episodes, Das, we talk about uh, PAX East. Mostly PAX East. Mostly PAX East. And, how, of course, most of these episodes, a lot of the streamers talk about their journey into streaming. So that's mostly on there. But we do have some episodes. Das is uh, mostly PAX East. Uh, Riley, we it's talk about PAX East as well. But we also, East, we yeah. also talk about with Riley, how she overcame her fear uh, of jumping into streaming. Uh, Jade. Uh, we talk about uh, TwitchCon. She was there at TwitchCon, and she talks about a lot of her indie games. A lot of indie games. Indie games as well. Um, Who's Your Boy joined us on a very special episode. That was our one-year um, episode, and he returns for one year. He uh, catches us he up. He was our first uh, guest first ever. First ever guest ever. And he catches us up on you know, what has changed within the year. Um, it's streaming as well. He's newly married. So that was new as well. He talks about that a little bit. And then Grom was our last guest of 2019. He talks about jumping into streaming and his love for games such as Dark Souls and those and Demon Souls and all those types of games. But here is our winner of the Inner Mom's Basement Podcast. It's Jade. And yes, I put a live odd of her in there. It is Jade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have to play it again. Jade is our winner. Again, I want to hear it again. Oh my god. So, we will be reaching out to Jade. And we are going to have a collab. We're going to come out with a collab t-shirt uh, with Jade. It's going to be a limited edition t-shirt. And we will be announcing that. Be on the lookout in our Twitter. Uh, we will reach out to Jade and congratulate her on the victory. Who was the others? Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, da, da, da. second was Double Agent Smith. Third was Grom. And fourth was tied with Hoosier Boy and Riley. But congratulations. And we love all these guests. Uh, we also sent the voting out to all the guests as well, uh, Jade, but congratulations to Jade. And again, if you have not heard any of these episodes, I recommend it. Um, a lot of great chats, and you know we look forward to continuing our podcast and beyond. But now we are going to the the end. <laughs> that the, music. <laughs> that game gives me PSD. Yeah. The, That's Stardew Valley. The final, the final category is the game of the year. And we, let's look back at our other Game of the Year winners. Um, I believe our very first one was Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch was our first one. Overwatch. Um, last year's... What was last year's? Four. No. I don't remember. Do we have the doc? I want to check really quick, but read over the uh, nominees really quick. All right. One second. I'm going to get used to this here. Uh, da, da. All right. So the nominees for the Game of the Year... Is Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5, The Outer Worlds, and The Shadows Die Twice. No, Star Wars is not on this list. Yeah, it wasn't on this list. Um, you know, looking at all through the Metacritics and everything, we felt that Devil May Cry 
uh, did eke it, get, did get a little bit ahead there. Uh, but you know, love, you know, I voted for. I had to have said um, I put Outer Worlds. It kind of was paining me to put um, out, you know, pick it over Resident Evil. But I'm just a huge fan of RPGs, and I love when RPGs like this come out. It's just been um, really phenomenal. Are you finding it? The other ones? Yeah, I don't think I I have them. I didn't have them either. Yeah, I don't I don't have them anymore. But Damn. but uh, anyway, it was uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, I love both games, but I definitely went with Outer Worlds a little bit. Resident Evil 2, again, I've stressed it enough on this uh, episode today that I can't wait for Resident Evil 3. Um, and then, you know, Gears 5 was phenomenal. Again, another big step in the right direct continuation for Gears. And then Sekiro, I know a lot of people who love the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all those, that genre, phenomenal. And then Devil May Cry, I know a lot of people are very happy to see Dante return to form. Yeah, I picked Down the World just because those... Oh, it was it was a fantastic game, man. You know, like we, like we were talking about before, there wasn't RPGs aren't that strong lately, and you know this one really stepped it up mm, and really absolutely. brought a whole new type of gameplay, which is really good. That game was freaking awesome. I thought, I mean, if you guys have not tried Outer Worlds, try it. It's good. It's on Game Pass. Yes, absolutely. And our winner is. Oh, the Outer. Worlds is the winner of the game of the year. A more deserving game of the year. Not Control, that IGN crap, and I'm calling them out. Yeah, I don't know who picked Control. I know that was fake. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. But you know what? All great games here. But thank you again, the community, for voting for the Outer Worlds. It was excellent. Good job. It was amazing. I mean, there's really not, there was, I mean, there was maybe a little bit of glitch hiccups here and there, but. There's really nothing. There's nothing bad I could say about the game. I thought it was great, man. I, I love the I love the Underworlds, and uh, I'm looking forward to the new DLC that's coming out yeah, next year. Absolutely. And I'm gonna be riding that shit hard, man. And who finished in second? Looks like the votings were clearly relatively close. That was close. Uh, second place was Resident Evil Two. Third was Gears. Fourth was Shadows Die Twice. And uh, fifth was Devil May Cry. All right. Well. Guys, Fallout hey, in space. On uh, yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of, um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it's Obsidian, man. Obsidian makes great games. But um, fourth annual Game Awards, uh, Resident Evil has won the most awards here. They won three awards. Um, two awards have been won by Death Stranding and Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> all right, only running that shit hard. That's what she said. But um. Uh, you know, some good awards were handed out, and another another successful uh, another successful you know 2019 uh, for games, and of course for uh, Intermom's Basement. Was Again, it Cuphead? What Cuphead game of the year? I don't think Cuphead was. I think that might have won. No, hmm. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. It'll eventually come to us. I know. I know. Zelda won 2017. Breath of the Wild won our game of the year for 2017. 2016 was Overwatch. 2017 was Zelda. Um, 2018, um, I'd have to look, but that's maybe for another time. Yeah, definitely, definitely another time. Absolutely, but it was. Um, I'm trying to think. It was God of War. What else was a plate? It was Spider Man. I think it was Spider Man. 
Well, I think it was Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. Yeah, I think it was I Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man was our game of the year last year. But, um, again, another... another uh, we're, of course, we're going to do a fifth <laughs> annual next year. That should be very exciting because then that'll be the next... That'll be around the next generation. So that'll be huge. But, you know, again, a good, uh, exciting 2019 for us. You know, we switched back to Twitch in early 2019. Um, and then uh, towards later in the year... We switched right back to Mixer and now also on Facebook Gaming, YouTube Gaming, which is I think has been for the better. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Streaming on multiple platforms. I know Facebook has been good uh, good so far for us. So Yeah, we can now take stars, which is like bits. Oh, Chaotic, thank you so much and for then, the 5,000 stars. So, uh, you know, Mixer, uh, Mixer allowed us to actually enter it in our program, so we're now able to take embers, which is like bits. And we can also take stars on Facebook, which I also like bits, so that's really cool. Uh, we're actually going to be getting our sub button on Mixer, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, so we're super excited about that. And then we're also working on our Facebook uh, support button, which hopefully soon. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, we uh, we made a partnership as well with uh, a gaming company as well. Oh, we that did, we're looking yes. forward to do as well, so that's another thing yeah. there as well. So we're looking forward to continuing with that. Yeah, uh, more news to come on that. Uh, we yep. actually have a real sponsorship with a gaming company, and uh, we're going to be talking about that more on uh, starting January. We'll be posting it everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, so we're excited. And then, of course, uh, we are now on Pan. You can listen to our podcast on Pandora now as well. Uh, that came out of nowhere. We were uh, I know we put in the application, but and then Dan randomly, I guess, what have you went on Pandora and you saw it or Yeah, I went on Pandora and uh, I was actually on my sister's phone. I was looking at Christmas music, but I was like, let me punch in my look what a uh, podcast he's on. And I yeah. punched him out. I was like, oh shit, we're on there. And now. we are on Pandora. So now iTunes, Google, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and leave Pandora. I can leave Stitcher out. Leave Stitcher out. Uh, leave Stitcher like, out now. Finally, it's like right. iTunes, Google, yeah. do Anchor, 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 Rock, Pandora, Rock, okay. Pandora, and Spotify. Spotify. So you can listen to that. But 2019 has been uh, good to us, and we definitely look forward to 2020. But let's uh, let's get our winner here. Uh, 2020. Um, def- so again, chat. If you are in the chat, um, if you have not entered, exclamation point raffle. We are going to do the drawing, and again, you're going to win a Inner Mom's Basement T-shirt, and you're going to win a gift card as well, either that be Xbox, PSN, or um, Steam. And well, as uh, the new year is almost here, 2020, uh, we're also going to be uh, bringing back guests into the man cave. So uh, check the social medias because we're going to be posting a link for you guys to uh, click and let us know that you guys want to be a guest us because we always love to have other gamers and streamers alike yeah and if you if, if also if you just want to be a guest just to kind of bs with us on the episode that's always welcome as well um but definitely we're going to be looking into uh getting some more streamers on as well but um here is we're going to get our winner going <laughs> oh he's not here so let's redraw yeah we gotta redraw <laughs> <laughs> we have to redraw. Just, yeah, no, just, sorry. Just you, yeah, well, congratulations, Argonaut, on winning the raffle. So you win a Inner Mom's Basement T-shirt, and you also win a uh, gift card as well. Uh, PSN, um, Xbox, <laughs> congrats. Um, Xbox, and uh, or Steam. So whatever uh, you're choosing is. But congratulations. Yeah, on let that. us know that and the size. Give us uh, until January uh, to work on the T-shirt because we're going to be doing a special uh, collab T-shirt with Jay Princess. 
Uh, so that will be coming in the beginning of January, hopefully. And um, Alex, let us know. I mean, see, Argonaut, let us know what T-shirt. Uh, there's out of the three, you could choose the uh, IOMB, um, the Star Wars one. Oh, uh, the have. Star Wars, the horror. Uh, the horror one, or the regular In a Mom's Basement T-shirt. So just let us know, and uh, let us know for the gift card, uh, whether it be Xbox, PSN, or um, Steam. So, yep. Well, he already called the PSN. Of course, he wants the PSN. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll send you what the shirts look like, and then you, you can pick which one you want, and uh, we'll we'll have it to you soon. All right. All right. And thank you again so much for the um, hundred uh, sparks. And as far as streaming goes, um, five thousand sparks as well. Thank you, Argonaut. Um, our podcast is done for the year. We are doing no more podcasts for the rest of the year, but we will be streaming. Um, be on the lookout again for WWE streams. Uh, maybe throwing in some more Star Wars streams. Um, but we're not done streaming for the year. So probably what's tomorrow? We're seeing Star Wars tomorrow. So we will not be streaming tomorrow. But Friday. Friday we I will be streaming. I will be streaming WWE on Friday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's uh, it for this podcast then. And then, of course, guys, you can always find us. On our website at InOurMomsBasement.com, which was actually newly redesigned. Uh, you can also find our podcast on Google, uh, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Pandora, and a lot of other places at uh, In Our Mom's Basements. And uh, I appreciate everybody coming through tonight, and it means a lot, and we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Again, the Game Awards are always fun, so be ready for the fifth annual Game Awards in December 2020. But, you know, of course, be on the lookout next year for uh, more podcasts, and then Dan and I, again, will be diving into, um, you know, that partnership we have for gaming. And then, again, Friday, catch me at um, 8 p.m. E- uh, Eastern Time, WWE 2K20 Universe Mode, uh, with commentary, of course, from me. And, um, yeah, very excited. Good night, guys, and uh, have a wonderful holiday. You've just listened to the In Our Mom's Basement, a video game podcast with your hosts, Dan Geofway and Rage Quit Pat. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. See you in the next episode.